right, man, here we go. Once again, Jose V with Vegas Sports Daily hanging out with you guys once again. It is Thursday night. If you guys saw what happened tonight in the football game, I just got to go ahead and do it. I had to hop on here and do this emergency podcast. It's just amazing to me what I just saw tonight. If you guys did see the game, the Cleveland Browns did defeat the Pittsburgh Steelers at home in Cleveland. Granted, 21-7 final, but it did not end the way that people expected it to end. Now, I'm going to just jump right into it, and I'm going to say it before everybody starts jumping up and up and going crazy and doing things and saying things. Here's the thing. Miles Garrett, you're a complete idiot. You're a buffoon. You should not be allowed to play for the rest of the season. What you did is dumb and it's stupid. The one thing that the NFL has been trying to do for years now is protect the quarterback. I get it. You're a defensive player. Your job is to go after the quarterback. Your job is to hit that guy, to take him down, to make his life miserable. But your job is not to try to go out and actually attack this guy. Physically go out to hurt him to where it can end his football career. Think about it. You grabbed the helmet off of a football player and swung it at him. Luckily, the crown of the helmet didn't hit him like Keyshawn Johnson said on ESPN earlier. But still, you went at him with brute force. That is complete assault. That has nothing to do with football. Now, one thing that I need to say, too, and I need to get this 100% clear, because I like to look at everything, the ins and outs, the stuff that people aren't going to talk about. So before I get to that part, 100%, I do not condone at all what Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns did today. No one, and I mean no one, should ever do that, no matter if you lose your composure or not in any professional sport. I've never seen anything like that, and I hope I never see it again. But... And here's my butt. I've been watching the replay over and over and over again. Trying to see what really happened, who did what. Here's the thing. The biggest instigator in all of this was Mason Rudolph. Whether you guys like it or not, or are going to agree with me or disagree with me, I don't care. Watch the play. Miles Garrett goes after him and sacks him thinking he still has the ball. Okay? Sacks him. Tries to sack the guy. Once he's on the ground, Mason Rudolph seems pretty upset. And if you look at the video closely, he reaches for Miles Garrett's helmet first and tries to take it off. Now, I'm not saying, again, what Miles Garrett did is right. It's completely wrong. But at the same time, I get you're frustrated, Mason. You had a garbage game. You're really not the quarterback that everybody expects you to be. You had four picks tonight against a Cleveland team that hasn't done anything all season, and you should have beat them. You should have went in there and spanked this team, and you didn't do that. So I get it. You were a little bit frustrated. You had some frustrations on your end as well because things weren't working out the way that you wanted them to work out that evening. But at the end of the day, Miles Garrett, what you did was wrong. I think he should be suspended for the rest of the season. I think that the Cleveland Browns should also come in there and do something. Because if you think about it, who who, who did he hurt, really? He hurt himself, obviously, because he's going to get suspended. If you guys have been looking at Twitter, Twitter is going crazy right now. Twitter has been blowing up just going after this guy, as they should. I get it. The other guys that were there, people are saying that, you know, not everybody should be suspended. 
you know, Pouncey was there helping his buddy out. I understand supporting your teammate. I understand supporting your team overall. Having your guys' back, it's a brotherly thing. It's a family. It's a fraternity. I get that. I totally get that. I never played pro sports, but trust me, I watch enough of, uh, enough of it to know that they have something. They have bonds. They're going to back each other up. They're going to take care of each other, just like a regular family would do. But yeah, there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to get suspended. You know, Pouncey could have gone about it, gone, gone about it a different way. But you know what? It, it is what it is. It happened. It's done. You know, but... You know, Miles Garrett, you know, gets ejected for ripping the Steelers, Mason Rudolph's helmet off. I mean, eight seconds left in the game. It's something that you just don't want to see. Earlier in the game, too, man, Brown safety, Demaryius Johnson was ejected for a helmet-to-helmet hit on rookie wide receiver Deontay Johnson. Now, Johnson was carted off the field. He wasn't carted off, was taken off after he suffered a concussion. Now, a lot of people are saying the whole game was dirty all night. It was back and forth. It's a rivalry game. It's like anytime any of these teams play each other, Cincinnati plays Pitt, Pitt plays Baltimore, Cleveland plays Cincinnati. You know, the list goes on and on. That division, that part of the AFC, AFC is just so, so much competitive, man, that they're not out to kill each other. It's just you're always going to get that type of game. But there's no way that if I'm a player, I want to be on this team anymore. I don't even want to play with this guy if you ask me. You went over the top and you did something that was bad. You could have killed somebody. You could have busted this dude's head open with that with that helmet. Whether you like it or not, whether people are just going to say that I'm crazy, that I'm just going over, to, over the top and just saying too much. Think about it. If you were on a team and someone did that to you, you would want them done. You would want their career to be over with possibly. Now, the biggest question that a lot of people are saying is, has Freddie Kitchens lost this team? Is Freddie Kitchens condoning this type of behavior? I don't know if he's condoning the type of behavior. I'm never going to go out there and say that a coach is actually saying fight or do this or try to hurt this guy physically or try to break his leg or whatever it may be. I, I don't see Freddie Kitchens being that type of guy. The only problem that I see here is that Freddie Kitchens is not a head coach. He cannot control this team and keep this team in check the way that he should. If you have control of your team, things like this do not happen. Granted, Miles Garrett is a grown-ass man. He makes his own decisions. No one is out there on the field telling him what to do and what to think. He let the best... He let, the, he let his emotions get the best of him. I'm sorry. That's what I wanted to say. And I get it. We're all human beings. There's times where we let things get to us, but you can't let it escalate to that point. I'll put it to you this way. I don't like my ex-wife. I freaking have a, a heated passion towards her. But I'm never going to go grab something and physically hurt her or, or try to knock her lights out or, 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 or ruin her where she can't go back to work and do her job to support her family. Hating dislike is one thing, but you got to control your emotions. You cannot be this dumb, man. You cannot be this stupid. This is one of the biggest stupidities that I've seen in a long time going back to... The, the, what, do, what do they call it? The, the, the malice at the palace or whatever they called it. When when Ron Artest went crazy and jumped in the stands and started fighting with everybody. And Steven Jackson got, you know, knocked some dude out in the stands. Jermaine O'Neal comes up and freaking just knocks some dude out right on the sideline just because the dude's pointing at him talking crap. I mean, these are the type of things that you don't want to see in sports. When are these guys going to understand that you are role models? You are role models to kids. To families, even some adults look up to you because they think that, hey, 
I like what he's doing. I like his persona. I like who he is. Now, do you really think as a Cleveland Browns fan, if I'm not one, but if I was one, that I'm going to want to support you or watch you after what you just did, or I'm going to let my kids jump on the tube and actually watch and condone what you did? No way. No way. Now, here's my thing. He should be suspended for the rest of the season for sure. Mason Rudolph, people are going to say I'm nuts. He should be at least suspended for one game for being the instigator which started all of this. Granted, he didn't make Miles Garrett put his helmet off. Miles Garrett did that on his own. But watch the video. Watch the video. Mason didn't like the hit. He starts to go after Miles Garrett's helmet. And Miles Garrett gets up and does the rest. You're an idiot. You shouldn't have done that. You're going to be looked upon really, really bad, possibly for the rest of your career, for sure, for the end of the season. But here's the crazy thing. These two teams have to play each other again one more time this year. How is that going to pan out when they go to Pittsburgh? How do you think that those Pittsburgh Steelers fans are going to feel? Granted, Miles Garrett's probably not going to be there because he's probably going to be suspended. And if you think about it, the NFL's probably not going to want this guy there. Do you really think the NFL would want to allow this guy to play for the rest of the season knowing that they have to play Pittsburgh one more time? Knowing that they have to go into Pittsburgh one more time? This game was in Cleveland. It wasn't in Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care what anybody says. Pittsburgh fans are a lot more rowdier than Cleveland Browns fans. They are going to eat that team alive when they go to Pittsburgh towards the end of the year as a matter of fact i think that game is in 17 days if i'm not mistaken i'm excited to see what's going to happen in that game and not because of what happened today not because i'm happy for the fight or it's creating great news because this is not great news this is not the type of stuff that we should be talking about tonight we should have been talking about how great cleveland played how great Cleveland came out and did what they had to do to get this W to try to continue their playoff hopes and their playoff run. That's what we should have been talking about. Tonight, we should have talked about how Baker Mayfield went for 193 yards and two touchdowns. That's what we should have been talking about. We should have been talking about how Jav Jarvis Landry scored again, how he's been hot in the last couple games, how Baker Mayfield not only threw for two touchdowns, but also ran for one. We should be talking about how great the Cleveland Browns defense played today and got four interceptions off of Mason Rudolph. See, these are the things that we should have been talking about tonight. The things that matter, the importance, the attendance, 67,431 people in attendance to watch this game, 100% of their attendance. I mean, what else do you want? Cleveland, this is the game you've been waiting for. You finally beat a meaningful team with a good winning record. And not only that, you beat someone in your division, which is going to help you moving forward if you're trying to get to that final playoff push. But yet, what in the hell are we talking about? We're talking about the final play of the final eight seconds of a game that was already done, that was already in hand, that if you ask me, why the hell is Miles Garrett even in the game at this point in time? He should have been on the sideline, helmet in hand, ready to shake it up and call it a night. So that, 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 that goes back to what I'm saying. Freddie Kitchens does not have control over this team whatsoever. You are winning the game 21-7 to 7 with 8 seconds left. There's no way in hell 
There's no way that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to come back. Why risk anything happening? Whether it's an injury, whether it's a penalty, whether it's any single thing that can happen. This goes to show the lack of coaching experience that Freddie Kitchens has. This guy needs to go back to being a coordinator and doing what he does best in coordinating offenses. Calling plays, coming up with plays, helping quarterbacks develop. That's what he does. He can't do those things anymore. And he doesn't look like the guy that he was last year because he's got too much now. He's got too much on his plate, too much responsibility as a head coach. And that responsibility he cannot handle. Once again, I am Jose V and this is a Vegas Sports Daily Podcast. Hanging out here in Las Vegas, Nevada, Thursday night, Thursday night football. After the debacle that we saw today, if you guys are just jumping on listening to this, then you know, crazy, crazy night, man. Miles Garrett ends up being the story of tonight's game and not the story that we actually wanted to talk about. I just want you guys to know one thing. Look at everything. You're going to hate me for some of the things that I say, but look at everything. Certain things happen because of instigators, people that like to instigate, that like to be nosy or like to push the envelope. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, you're going to hate me for saying this, but look, Mason Rudolph, you don't deserve what happened to you, but you had what came to you. You had coming what happened to you. And the reason I say that, you were also frustrated. You also let the best, your emotions get the best of you. Whether you want to come out and say, oh, I'm not a bully. I'm not afraid of no one. I don't back down. That was just Bush League. Okay, I, I get that. Say all the things. But also man up, in my opinion, and say, you know what? I thought it was a dirty hit. I thought it was a late hit. I did go after his helmet. But what he did was uncalled for and he shouldn't have. That's how you man up and actually speak up. Not try to say, well, I'm, I'm not going to back down. I'm not afraid and blah, 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 blah. You would have never had to back down or would have never had to say that you're not afraid if you would have just said, damn, he hit me. You could have got up and complained to the refs. But why did you have to try to grab his helmet? Think about it, man. Let's be real here. Don't try to sugarcoat stuff and try to just put the blame 100%. I blame Miles Garrett 110,000% for grabbing the helmet and swinging at him because he could have pulled off the helmet threw it on the ground and called it a night, shoved each other, and that was it. He didn't have to swing that helmet at all. But I don't care what you say. Look at the bigger picture. Sometimes an instigator is the one that starts the problem and causes it, but yet it's the other person that finishes it, and it gets finished the way that someone else didn't want to see it get finished. So I'm just going to end with this before I move on to my next topic. Because I think I've already spent way too much time on this. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. Mason Rudolph, you do not deserve what happened to you. But next time, think about what you do when you get hit. Whether you're frustrated or not. Miles Garrett, all the blame goes to you 100%. You should have not swung the helmet the way you did. You should have been the bigger man. You should have, bought a, you should have thought about the ramifications that might have happened to you. And I get it. Your blood is boiling. Your adrenaline is going. You're in the game. You don't think about those things. But it's too late now, man. You're probably done for the season. You probably hurt your team. And you're probably going to get a big fine. I'm going to throw out my prediction. He's going to get fined a hefty amount. I don't know how the NFL fines or what the percentages will be, but it's going to be big. And I honestly can see that 
he's either going to get what, what do we have six games left in the season i believe they have he's probably going to get anywhere from four to six games so either i'm saying no less than four highest the rest of the season that's just what i'm saying that's how i think it's going to play out we shall see i'm not too sure i'm not in the nfl i don't freaking go out there and make these fines i don't suspend these guys so i'm not sure how it's going to work I think Mason Rudolph should be suspended at least one game, if not at least fined. Call me crazy, but that's just how I feel. He reached for the helmet and he st- he he went for it, and he was still in the scrum. I think he should be suspended at least one game. And if you don't want to suspend him, at least at least you got to find the guy. That's just what I'm saying. I do think Miles Garrett probably done for the season. A lot of people are saying um, Okunjobi. The other tight, the other, the other defensive tackle guy that came in, the linebacker that did a couple shoving, should be suspended. Nope, I don't think he should be suspended at all. He just came over, did a shove, knocked Mason to the ground. That was it. Find the guy if you want for throwing the shove in there. I get it, but don't suspend the guy. But it's yet to be seen. I'm pretty sure we're gonna hear about this for sure, probably tomorrow. I see them giving out some suspensions and some uh some stuff for us to know ahead of time. So uh we'll see what happens there. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun time for the NFL in the next 24 hours, that's for sure. But uh, sticking to the NFL, man, uh, if you guys know Colin Kaepernick, once again, does have a workout set up for this Saturday in Atlanta. Now, former NFL head coach Hugh Jackson will lead the drills during Colin Kaepernick's scheduled workout in Atlanta on Saturday. Not only that, former head coach Joe Philbin, ex uh, Dolphins coach, if you remember him as well will be in attendance to assist the league, which they announced this past Thursday. Now, the NFL has also said that 11 teams have committed to attend this workout for Colin Kaepernick, which is weird because they have they wouldn't give Colin Kaepernick and his associates any list of who's going to go. But the 11 teams that have committed, according to the NFL, that are going to attend are the Arizona Cardinals, the Atlanta Falcons, which I'm not surprised because they're using their venue, the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> as crazy as that sounds after tonight's game, the Denver Broncos, the Detroit Lions, the Miami Dolphins, the New England Patriots, the New York Giants, the New York Jets, the Tampa Bay Bucks, and the Washington Redskins have already said that they are going, and they expect other teams, obviously, to be added to that list that they should commit soon now. If you want me to break down the list, Arizona doesn't need a quarterback, unless you're going to bring him in to try to mentor Kyler Murray in some shape or form. I don't see that happening. The Falcons still have Matt Ryan. There's no way they're going to bring in Colin Kaepernick. I think they're just doing it as a favor since they are the ones holding the tryout in their location. Cleveland Browns got Baker Mayfield. Not going to go after Colin. Now, Denver Broncos, here's here's an interesting one. Their quarterback situation is just trash. They're not going to make the playoffs for sure. But they could bring in Cap here to see what he can do. See if maybe... He is someone they want to keep for the future. If not, this can help Cap move forward in his career and still try to play. Next team is Detroit Lions. Matthew Stafford is hurt, probably out for the year. I can see him going in there and possibly playing a bit. But I don't see Matt Patricia being the type of coach that wants to coach Kaepernick. So I'm going to leave that one out. Miami Dolphins could be one. But remember, this is the team that decided not to sign him, I believe, or give him a workout because of the shirt that he wore. I believe he wore a Fidel Castro or Che Guevara shirt. So... That's going to be iffy there, but they do have Ryan Fitzpatrick, which the magic is gone. They have Josh Rosen, which I've said is a dumpster fire since he was in college. I knew he wasn't going to do anything. He's not doing anything in the NFL. 
So that could be an interesting spot there, Denver and Miami so far. Uh, New England, no way. They don't need him. There's no way they're going to pull that trigger and try to bring him in. I just don't see him going there. I don't see Bill Belichick trying to pull that off at all. And if he does, trust me, that'll be one of the surprise, shocking signings of the NFL in a long time, if you ask me. Now, the New York Jets, I know that's my team, and we are a dumpster fire. We haven't done anything. And here's the thing, man. A lot of people like to talk about, you know, what is Sam Darnold doing? What has he done? What can he do? You know what? I don't think we've seen his full potential yet because you got a garbage coach and Adam Gase that he's trash, man. Adam Gase is just garbage. He, 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 he is a coordinator, just like Freddie Kitchens. Some of these guys are just not made to be NFL head coaches. Now, I'm not one to talk about coaches that get fired during seasons. I want him to get fired. I'm going to tell you that for sure. But I think you respect some of the contract and you let him play it out till the end of the season. You don't cut this guy midway and then try to confuse the players and try to make them figure it out and see if they can do something for the rest of the season. You just don't do it that way. We got six or seven games left. Let it play out. Fire him at the end of the year. Now, if you guys do know, the worst owner in NFL history right now, Woody Johnson, already came out saying that there's no plans of firing him now and that he's going to be back next season. So with that being said, New York Jets, you guys are basically saying we suck and we're going to continue to suck and we don't care, which is sad, man, because you guys just brought in Le'Veon Bell. You signed him to that deal, but I'm pretty sure now he might be gone next season. There's no way you guys keep him. But moving on, man, going back to the Colin Kaepernick thing, uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. I don't know about that one, man, because I, I, I really think that... Um, Oh, man, why am I spacing out? Bruce Arians, the coach, I think he really does like Jameis. And we've seen some flashes of what Jameis can be this year, but I'm, I'm still not sold. I've never liked Jameis. I didn't like him in college. I thought he was overrated and overhyped, and he hasn't done anything in the NFL. So I don't care what anybody says. He is trash. So that could be an interesting story there, too, though. Can Arians possibly find the quarterback that he wants and that he needs for his system in Kaepernick? Who knows? A lot of people have said that Jameis might be on the way out, that the Bucs might not want to keep him anymore. It's yet to be seen. And the Washington Redskins. Now, here's one that's very, very interesting. You have an owner in Dan Snyder, which is one of the worst owners in NFL right now as well. I don't like the guy. I don't like the moves that he makes. But you have Case Keenum, Colt McCoy, which now I believe is out. And not only that, you have Dwayne Haskins, the kid they got from Ohio State, which I'm still not sold on. And I wasn't even sold on him in college, to be honest with you. But situations suck. I get that. But... That's another one that, that that can be interesting. I don't. I, if I'm Kaepernick, though, you gotta you gotta be careful who does give you an opportunity and who tr does try to give you a contract. I, if I were him, I would not go to Washington. It's a complete dumpster fire. He should stay away from that. Now, a couple of other sources have told ESPN as well, from what I have read, that the Dallas Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks also will be in attendance. Now, Dallas, I don't know why. Is Jerry Jones just doing it as a courtesy to show that? He is not a, 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 an owner that likes to blackball people as he's being said to be. You know, that's yet to be seen. I think it could be a publicity stunt there for the Dallas Cowboys, but who knows? Seahawks, there's no way they're going to bring him in. I don't see that happening. If anything, he's going to be a glorified backup wherever he does get signed. But the one thing that's kind of crazy to me is that Colin Kaepernick is 32 years old. He's been out of the NFL since 2016 which is the year that he began protesting police brutality and racial injustice by kneeling during the pregame national anthem. Now, with that being said, when it comes to that and what he did, here's one thing that I want to talk about real quick. And one thing that I was talking about with somebody earlier today. The whole Colin Kaepernick situation is very interesting. 
And I'm going to finish off with this. I got a couple more minutes here. We're only doing a 30-minute podcast today. Jose V. Vegas Sports Daily. I do appreciate you guys for listening to this. Remember, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor.fm. Check me out. You can download the app on all of those spots right there, and you can listen to all of my podcasts for free, no charge, which is the best part about it. If not, you can also check out all my content on VegasSportsDaily.com. I'll be putting up there everything that I do recently, any interviews or any reports that I do at any games. You guys will see that there. But going back to the Colin Kaepernick thing real quick before I get on out of here, I want to finish with this and this only. A lot of people may not like what Colin Kaepernick did or how he did it or how he went about it. But think about this. Colin Kaepernick did something that I don't believe anyone has really ever done or seen in the history of protesting. Normally, when you see or you hear of a protest, it's a group of large crowds making noise. It's a group of large crowds trying to be seen and make and get their point across, whether it's loudly, violently, whether it's rioting or whether it's just marching without doing anything illegal or breaking any laws or doing any type of looting or rioting. I get that. But think about it. Colin Kaepernick did a silent protest. Whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or disagree with it, I don't care. We all have the right to our own opinion. He did it silently. And what I mean by that, all he did was kneel. All he did was kneel for something that he truly believed in. That's it. And he wanted to help bring awareness to the situation. He wanted to bring awareness to the situation of police brutality and racial injustice and everything that was going on in the world today, especially in the U.S. I'm a minority myself. I'm Hispanic. So trust me, I get it. I grew up in South Central. I've seen a lot of things and I get it. But Colin Kaepernick didn't make it as big as it is now. Everybody else in social media, everybody else in the media, in the news media, is what made it bigger than it had to be. The conversations, the things that were said, the expressions, the outbursts, the emotional outbursts, the complaints from other people around the world or around the U.S. is what made it a bigger, louder protest. Always keep that in mind. Kaepernick wasn't out doing loud things or making people riot or doing anything like that. He did it quietly and it became more after that. And then his face was seen out doing more things, helping the homeless, helping people that need it to prove to people that he didn't need it. Now, for those of you that said he got paid, you're damn right. He did. And just like he deserves. And I don't call him a sellout or I don't say he sold out and did what he had to do. No, he did what he had to do to get paid. The NFL blackballed him, whether you like it or not. And he was not allowed to make money in the NFL and make money off of his talents in the sport that he was good at playing. The guy made it to a Super Bowl and an NFC Championship game back to back. So obviously he did something right. Obviously he was good for something. So for him to get paid and cashed out, I see nothing wrong with that cap. Make your money. But now here's the thing. If you get signed and you go back to the NFL, do not protest anymore. Do not kneel anymore. Your kids' kids are paid. You got paid. Go back now. And prove to these 32 owners that you still have it in you and that you can come back and win and win big. The protest is done. We've heard it all. We know what you're about and we know what you're going to do. Keep doing what you're doing, but just do it away from football. 
you've already used the platform once there's no reason for you to ever ever use it again whether you agree or disagree with me like i say i don't care that's my point that's why i do this and that's why i talk it's not fact i'm not saying it's gonna happen but that's just how i feel about the situation so once again, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here, man. Thursday night. I appreciate you guys listening to this again. If you're listening to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, or even Stitcher, I do appreciate you guys. Once again, check out my content. I am Jose V. Check everything out that I got on VegasSportsDaily.com. If not, check out my YouTube page as well, Jose Volonte. You can check everything out right there. Check me out on Facebook, Jose Volonte. Twitter, Jose underscore Volonte, and on Instagram, Jose V, Vegas Sports Daily. Make sure you check out all my content. I do appreciate you guys for following me. Once again, Jose V, Vegas Sports Daily. Miles Garrett, I think he's suspended. Colin Kaepernick, come back and don't protest. You're going to be just fine. Once again, thanks a lot for listening in. And remember, no matter what anybody tells you, if you feel that you're good enough, go after it, do it, and live and create any single thing that you want in life. Because if you fight and you reach and you go after your dreams, trust me, anything's possible. I started doing a podcast from my couch and now I've been a lot more and I've been doing a lot more and I've seen a lot more and I've gone to a lot more events. And not only that, it's only the beginning and I'm only going to keep going, baby. So whether you like me or not, I ain't going anywhere. With that being said, have a good night. Thank you for listening in. See ya.